You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. Uh, I was praying about what to do tonight. I had some people ask me uh, recently, what, what I love about a church that is growing, if, and I've told you this before, but as a church is growing, it needs to grow in three areas. It needs to grow numerically, it needs to grow spiritually, and it needs to grow financially. And what you need to do is you want to try to grow in all three of those areas at the same time pretty consistently. Uh, but usually what you're going to see is you're going to see a, a jump in numerical growth. With jump in numerical growth, you have some people who are maybe have newly been saved or are just coming from other churches, and they are still learning the basics of what the Bible has to say about certain areas. And so what the church needs to do and what the pastor needs to do is take take a pause and address some things, some very basic things. And then that spiritual growth takes place. And then once the spiritual growth is there, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Financial always takes care of itself. And then you can see more numerical growth. But sometimes you will see a stop in numerical growth because the Lord wants the people who are in the pews to grow spiritually before more people come numerically. And we've seen some great numerical growth, but with that, I'm getting questions. And I wanna take some time to address some of these questions. And for those of you who have been in church for a very long time, this might seem elementary to you, but remember, it wasn't always elementary to you. So bear with me, bear with me, and bear with those who uh, maybe have not seen this in the scripture yet. But what I wanna do for you is I wanna show you a good way to celebrate Christmas. This is not the only way to celebrate Christmas, but this is a safe way, and this is a good way to celebrate Christmas. This is a stress-free way to celebrate Christmas. This is an easy and peaceful way to celebrate Christmas. So I wanna help you with that. We're gonna make a couple stops to learn some Bible principles, and then I'm gonna give you some very basic things to think about as you celebrate this special day. Romans chapter 14 is where we're going to start. Romans 14. For those of you who like to take notes, I hope this is your night. Sometimes I don't give you a lot of notes and I don't give you an outline. Uh, But you you might enjoy this night if you take notes. Romans 14, we'll start in verse 5. And we'll go to verse 13. You will read the odd verses with me. I will read the even verses alone. Okay? So let's start together in verse 5. Are we there? Very good. Romans 14, verse 5, all together on the odd verses. One man esteemeth one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. 
For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. But why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou set it not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat, not of you, but of Christ. Verse 11, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. You need to go in that and mark little accent marks. People will bow to me, not to you. People will answer to God, not to you. Verse 12 says this, so then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Lord, be with the preaching of your word and let us learn something for your honor and for your glory. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you so much. You may be seated. We're going to go to one other place in scripture, but we're going to stop right here and try to learn some different Bible principles. Did you find it, love? No, that's not it. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a half sheet that's folded, and it's got uh, some color, color on it. I, guys, you have to forgive me. I left the ceremony for the vow renewal next door on my desk, and so I'm telling my wife to go get it for me, and I forgot exactly where I put it. So we will find it. We will find it. Or we'll just wing it. We'll, we'll work it out. No, I promise. We'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. Here's what I learned. Here's what I learned from this, from this scripture right here. Now, you're going to have to focus in. There's a lot of coughing going on, a lot of kids who are under the weather. Let's just focus in here, okay? I do have a cough drop. Who needs it? One. Five dollars. Five dollars going. Five dollars. Ten dollars to the building. Ten dollars to the building. Ten dollars to the building. Sybil, I expect it, okay? I expect ten dollars to the building. Okay. First of all, here's what I learned in Romans chapter 14. First of all, God doesn't mind having a special day of remembrance. God does not mind when we set aside special days of remembrance. I am not going to get into the weeds of isn't Christmas Christ's mass and didn't it start as a pagan holiday? You can go. Look, here's what I see. God does not mind people setting aside a special day to celebrate. What do you think Passover was? What do you think Pentecost was? What do you think all the feasts were? Okay, is, is it wrong to celebrate a birthday? No. No, it's not wrong to celebrate a birthday. If it's not wrong to celebrate your birthday, is it wrong to celebrate Christ's birthday? Well, he wasn't born to celebrate. Guys, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Just chill. Just chill out, okay? Well, when was he born? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But we have set us. Can't you just appreciate that the entire world stops and speaks his name? I don't appreciate all these rock and roll groups and, and, and everything. I, I, don't, I don't like what they do. And I am not saying that because they do this, suddenly you should listen to them. But I think there's something, I think there's something humorous when even a rock group, even a group that is dedicated to Satan, will somehow be persuaded during this time to sing, God, rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. 
God has a way, doesn't he, of getting his glory. God has a way of getting his glory. He does not mind having a special day. He says there's some people who regard a day and there's some people who don't regard a day. He's fine. He's fine with it. Number two, not everybody celebrates special days the same. It's very practical, people. Okay, not everybody celebrates special days the same. Some people regard it. Some people don't. Number three, the important element of the day to God is whether or not Christ is in view. The person who regards it, does he regard it to the Lord? And the person who does not regard it, does he to the Lord not regard it? That's what he wants to know. Is Christ in view? Some people might see a special day as a distraction, while other people might see that special day as a memory and as a help to remember something. Not everybody celebrates it the same, but the important element is, is Christ in view? Here's the next one that I learned. We are not to judge a brother in Christ. We are not to judge how a brother in Christ treats a special day as long as Christ is in view in their mind. We are not to judge how a brother in Christ treats a special day as long as Christ is in view in their mind. You know I'm not talking about somebody going against the Lord. I'm not talking about someone on Jesus raising a toast of alcohol to the Lord. I'm not talking about that. That is completely incorrect. It's going against scripture. I'm talking about somebody who doesn't celebrate the way that you do or maybe celebrates a little more than you do. God says it's not your business. Let every man be persuaded in his own mind. They, if they're doing it to regard it unto the Lord and you don't do that and you're not doing it because you would regard it unto the Lord in a different way, that's fine. Stop judging one another. You are not the judge. God is. So then the last one is this. We are to be careful. While we are not to judge another brother, while we are not to judge another brother and how they celebrate, we are to be careful that how we celebrate doesn't offend somebody else. Remember, he says, let us not judge one another. Let us judge this rather, that what we do is not a stumbling block to somebody else. And then he goes on, he says, let not your good be evil spoken of. There are people who can do things that are technically not wrong. But if another brother doesn't know and he gets offended at that. OK, so for instance, here's one of the things that he's brought that he brought out. He brought out he that eateth, eateth unto the Lord and he that eateth not, doth not eat, eateth it not to the Lord. What he's talking about is meat that was offered to idols. Right. And you could go to the market and you could find meat that was five shekels a pound. And then right next to it, you could find the same cut of meat. That was three shekels a pound because that meat the previous day had been set in front of an idol. Now, a strong Christian would come and say, whatever, it was sat in front of a rock. It, does, it doesn't mean, and in fact, aged meat is better and I get it cheaper. So I'm going to buy this. But you might find somebody who gets a, who says, wait a second, that was offered to an idol. We shouldn't have anything to do with idols. We should leave that alone. Paul says this. I am under the impression that buying that meat that was offered to an idol is not a wrong thing to do. However, if it offends a brother and you don't care, that is a wrong thing to do. So while we are not to judge how somebody else celebrates a day, as long as they're doing it properly and unto the Lord with the right motive, we are to be very careful how we celebrate our day to make sure that we are not offending somebody else. Remember, 
nobody lives to themselves and nobody dies to themselves. We are not an island. How we act affects other people. And we need to be sure. We need to be fully persuaded because whatsoever is not of faith is sin, the chapter ends. We need to be sure that what we are doing, are we really doing it for Christ in mind? Are we, remember another, a parallel passage is 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And, it ends, and it's talking about eating and, and, and drinking. And he says this, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, are you doing it to the glory of God? And if your answer is no, then don't do it. But if you can say, the reason I celebrate this day is because I'm doing it to the glory of God, fine. But now we, get, now we need to get a little bit deeper into it because we can't just say, well, I'm doing it to God's glory so I can do whatever I want. No, doing things to God's glory doesn't just give us a free pass to do whatever we want. We do not find liberty without boundaries. We find liberty in boundaries. So now we need to go to uh, 2 Kings. Let's go to 2 Kings. I want to show you this. Chapter 18. I guess really what I'm trying to bring across is there is a right way to celebrate Christmas. And there's a wrong way to celebrate Christmas. And if there is a right way and a wrong way, let's do it the right way. Understanding that there are many right ways. Don't be judging other people as long as they're doing it to the Lord and as long as you are doing it to the Lord. God does not mind us having a special day as long as we are regarding it to the Lord. Now, we come to 2 Kings chapter 18. And what we're going to run into is the brazen serpent. In Numbers chapter 21, the people murmured and complained. Fiery serpents come in the Israelite camp. And so God tells Moses to make a serpent of brass, put it on a pole, raise it up, and whoever looks upon the serpent will live. Apparently, they kept it. And they kept it for a very long time. They kept it through David's reign, Solomon's reign, Ahab's reign, a lot of people's reigns. And the Lord never mentioned it. The Lord always mentioned idolatry and groves and different things, but it never mentioned the brazen serpent. It mentions it now in 2 Kings chapter 18, because what we see is the people started worshiping it. So we're going to find some more principles here. 2 Kings chapter 18, verse 1. Now it came to pass in the third year of Hoshea, the son of Elah, king of Israel, that Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. Twenty and five years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Abby, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father did. He removed the high places and brake the images and cut down the groves and brake in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it, and he called it Nehushtan. Nehushtan is kind of a derogatory, some brass thing. Get rid of that dumb brass thing. Which people who are worshiping it would have said, oh, no, that's the, that's the brazen serpent. Well, you're, you're worshiping it. Get rid of it. So what does that teach us? What does that teach us? 
First of all, what I learned from this is God doesn't mind symbols of remembrance. Remember, he doesn't remind, he doesn't, uh, mind special days. He doesn't mind symbols of remembrance. What was the Ark of the Covenant? It was a symbol of remembrance. What about when he told Joshua, as soon as you cross over the sea, you're going to build a pile of stones? And that way, when your child sees it and says, what mean these stones? You can tell them, we, we see these to remember what God did for us. It, it appears that when Moses and the Israelites got through that fiery trial, they kept the brazen serpent. I don't believe God had a problem with that, but at some point they started worshiping it. And God certainly has a problem with that. So number one, God does not mind symbols of remembrance. There are stones in Numbers chapter 15. This is why I wear this ring. This ring has a little band of blue around it. And you can read in Numbers chapter 15, where the generation is told you are not going to go into the promised land. You're going to be wandering around for 40 years. Well, this one fella got this idea. Well, if I ain't going in, then why obey the law? So he goes out on the Sabbath day and starts gathering sticks. And God tells the Israelites, I want you to take in every garment that you have, and I want you to bind within it somewhere a ribbon of blue to remind you that even though you are not going into the promised land, you are still my people. So he doesn't mind symbols of remembrance. However, number two, what this teaches us is symbols find all their significance in what they symbolize. Symbols find all their significance in what they symbolize. Why is a flag powerful? Because of itself? No, because of what it symbolizes. Why is a ring powerful? Why, why, is this, why does this ring mean something? Because it symbolizes marriage. It symbolizes something. What about uh, the serpent? Where, where did the serpent find its significance? Because it symbolized one day the Lord was going to be lifted up. And he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. That, that symbol found its significance in what it symbolized. What about baptism? Isn't baptism a powerful symbol? But it finds its, it finds its significance in what it symbolizes. Number three, a symbol loses all of its significance once it gets raised above what it symbolizes. So baptism is a very powerful symbol, but as soon as we start saying baptism is necessary for salvation, we have now killed the power of that symbol because we've raised the symbol above what it symbolizes. And while that serpent symbolized something very powerful and it found its significance in that, as soon as they started worshiping it instead of what it symbolized, it lost its value. It lost its significance. So what does that mean for Christmas? Christmas is fine. Christmas is fine if it reminds you that Christ came and that, he, and that he came to die. You gave me so much preach. I was listening to you on the way in when you, you just started saying this happened because of Christmas. That I just wanted to preach because of Christmas Day. You, you could go and say, you know, I was saved because of Christmas. And my dad was saved because of Christmas. And we are here today because you just go on and on and on and on and on. Not really saying a whole lot of stuff, but really good. So Christmas is fine. It's a very special day. And it finds its significance in what it symbolizes. But you see, if you're going to start lifting the day above who the day's about, which is what the world does, it loses everything. 
Imagine throwing a birthday party and then ignoring the birthday boy. So there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. This is not the only right way. It's a safe and easy way. It's a stress-free way. And what I'm gonna do is I'm going to, I'm going to break it down before Christmas, during Christmas, and after Christmas. Just some practical things that you can do. Before Christmas, if you want to celebrate it and if you want to regard it unto the Lord, that's what we want to do, right? Oh, and by the way, if you're out here and say Christmas, I, I'm not going to celebrate. It's a distraction. I see it as a distraction from the Lord. I do not want to celebrate it. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. And anybody who celebrates, don't look at that person and say, well, you it's, it's, but it's Christmas. Hey, they're doing it to the Lord. It's their choice. Leave them alone. And then somebody who says, you don't look at somebody who does celebrate it, and well, that's a distraction. Well, it's not a distraction to them. It's a remembrance for them. Leave them be. Okay? So I don't know where you stand with it, and frankly, I don't care. I just want to let you know that there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it, and certainly don't be firing shots at other people who don't do it exactly your way. Here's one way to do it. Before Christmas, if you're going to regard it unto the Lord, step number one, don't get in debt. Don't get in debt. I know that it's kind of funny, but seriously, it's ridiculous, Brother Gene. Let's come together on Thanksgiving and let's thank the Lord for all we have. But hurry up. we got to get to Black Friday and buy a bunch of stuff that we don't need. Lord, thank you for all we have. And then we trample people to get things that, we're, <laughs> that we don't have yet. And, and you would be surprised how many people rack up credit card debt because it's Christmas and it takes them until next year to pay it off and they just rack it up again. Yeah, that's what God wants you to do. You need to be smart with your finances. All right, I'm trying to help you as a pastor. Be smart with your finances. Before, do not be getting in debt. Take it easy, okay? Take it easy. Number two. Oh, how, how do we do that? How do we do it? Pick names, pick names. Okay. Again, you don't have to do this. This is, just, this is just to help. Instead of, Brother Jesse, I have to get something for my wife, for her, for him, for him. For, why don't you come together as a family and pick names? And you buy something for Sophia, and Sophia buys something with all of her money for Jacob, and Jacob buys something for mom. Why don't you do that so that not everybody is stretched? You can pick names. And God, you don't have to buy the dog a gift. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous, guys. You don't have to buy the dog, but it's Christmas. It's a dog. Yeah, it's Christmas, not dogmas. But I don't want him feeling left out. My dog's in an Asian home. He's lucky he's got a place to stay. You're on the patio, not the plate. Merry Christmas. Look, children, children, I'm talking about two, three years old. Children don't need to be spoiled. I'm trying to help you not get in debt. Children don't need to be spoiled. First of all, they're not going to remember. They're not going to remember. If you gave them an avocado this Christmas, they would not remember. But we spend and we spend and we spend on all of this stuff that they will not remember, that they don't care, and they end up playing with the box anyways. We've got to be smart. You don't, well, they're, they're turning three. I want to have this big birthday. 
we're going to take them to Chuck E. Cheese's, and they're not going to remember nothing. Why don't you wait? Why don't you wait until they actually have some gray matter, and then your money goes somewhere? <laughs> Little kids do not need to be spoiled, all right? They do not need to be spoiled. Moving on. Before Christmas, keep your eye open for those in need. Keep your eye open for those in need. Every Christmas, give an anonymous gift to somebody and involve your kids. Every Christmas, give an anonymous gift to somebody and involve your kids. Tell your kids, family secret, family secret. You can't tell anybody, but there's a family that isn't as well off. And don't tell your kids because then they're going to go up to the dad on Sunday. My dad said, you're broke. So you just... <laughs> Leave that alone, but you can make it really fun. You could say, we're, we're going to wrap it, and we're going to write a note, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to drive up to the street, and you're going to run. You're going to put it. You're going to ring the doorbell, and you're going to run back here as quickly as you can. You're going to run back here, hop in the back, and duck down. They will never forget that. They will never forget that. The person will never know who did it, but your kids have now been taught on Christmas. It's a lot funner to give than get. Amen. Give an anonymous gift every Christmas and involve your kids. I'm telling you, you'll have fun. One of the, one of the most memorable Christmases for me my mom and dad were not well off. My dad had just had to sell his business, and my mom and dad sat us down and told us, we're not going to have a big Christmas this year. We're gonna, I remember my dad, my dad doesn't cry. My dad was crying, my mom was crying. We're not gonna be able to give you much. We're, we might not be able to give you anything, but God's been very good to us, and we'll, we'll make it up to you, we'll make it up to you. We weren't expecting everything, and yeah, it was a bummer. We, uh, you know, it was the worst 18th birthday of my life, but it's fine. <laughs> I, was, I was young. I was probably McKenna's age. And I remember one day a knock came on the door, and we go, and there were gifts everywhere. And we had no idea who it was. We found out who it was. It was the Deal family. We had no idea who it was, but oh my goodness, that meant something so much to us that somebody would do that. It not only means something to that family who gave, but it meant something to the person who got something. And then the very next day, we hear, we hear a doorbell. And we go to the doorbell, and there's my preacher. There's Preacher Gomez and his family with a bunch of gifts, and his son-in-law, who's jolly, <laughs> dressed up as Santa Claus. Ho, 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 come. By the way, about Santa Guys, just leave them alone, okay? Just leave them alone. Over here, there's a ditch on both sides of the road, all right? There's a ditch on both sides of the road. You all are clamming up on me. It's okay. Santa Claus, okay? <laughs> over here, you, over here, you have, do we need to pray? Like, are we okay? <laughs> over here, you have people who treat him like he's the second coming. And he has taken place of Jesus, and that is wrong. But then over here, you have another ditch where you have people who are teaching their kids, it's Satan Claus, Satan Claus, Satan Claus. And if you, I'm serious, I'm serious. And if you hear of any other kid who believes he's real, you tell them, you're an ambassador for Christ, and you tell them. And, and then you have kids who are going home to their, you have bus kids who go to junior church 
who go home from church crying because a church kid or a church member, Satan claws, Satan claws, and if you celebrate him, then you're not right with God. Whoa, guys, 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 leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's not your business. Leave it alone. Why don't you just find somewhere in the middle? If you want to tell your kids, he's <laughs> then tell them. Then tell them that. And then teach them you're going to run into some other kids who don't, who don't believe that. Leave them alone. Let them find out on their own. You are not the assassin, okay? Leave them alone. If you want your kids to have some fun and to spark their imagination, I see no problem with a kid having an imagination. I think a kid should have an imagination. Oh, my boy has ADHD. No, he's a boy. If you ever see a kid just staring off in the distance, never interrupt that child. I'm trying to help you. Never interrupt that child. Something's going on in here. Let them run, let them play. If you want your kids to partake is the word that I would use. Why not this? This man comes and gives gifts to remind us of how God gave his son. Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Can we not? Can we not? Okay? That's before Christmas. During Christmas, number one, wait to be together. Wait to be together. One kid, I don't, I don't like hearing that one kid wakes up at five, goes and opens up all of his presents before any, wait to be together. You can be patient, child. You can be patient. And if, if the parents, you, they're jumping out, okay, enjoy it, enjoy it. You'll miss that one day. You'll miss that one day. But also don't feel you have to wake up at the crack of dawn. You can tell your kids the night before. Remember, he sees you when you're sleeping. And <laughs> the longer you sleep, the more you get. I mean, if we're going to lie, go all the way, right? So, <laughs> Oh, Lord, forgive me. OK, wait to be together. Wait to be together. First thing you do, first thing you do, before you open one gift, sit down and have the leader of the family, dad, dad, leader of the family, read Luke chapter 2, 1 through 14. Read the Christmas story. Before you do anything, read the Christmas story. Next, pray. Pray and thank the Lord for what he has done. Whether it is little or much, understand that there are many people, and if you have one present, that is one more than a lot of other kids will see. So make sure that you pray. Remember, we're trying to regard it to the Lord, right? Next, the gift opening. Let, let the kids have fun. Have fun. There's always one, like, present Gestapo person there. One at a time. As soon as you're done opening, the trash will be folded neatly and placed into the bin. If you do not follow these orders, your gift will be given to the next child in line. Do we understand? <laughs> Sign on the dotted line. We will not continue until it's filed. Let the kids have fun. Let the kids have fun. And there's always one kid that struggles, you know, and, oh, let me help you. Just, 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 
Where's Christmas going? It's not like Christmas. Oh my goodness, you better. Just let the kid have fun. Try to avoid the negatives. Try to avoid the negatives. The, the kid gets super excited and they scream, oh, not so loud, not so loud. Just let it, come on. It's Christmas. For goodness sake, happy birthday, Lord, not too loud. Uh, he's grown now. You're not going to wake him up. He's not still in the manger. Let him have fun. Now, I do want, things do need to be decent and in order, and that's fine. And one thing you want to avoid is the kid, done, 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 done. Okay, fine. If you want to have an order, that's fine. But, it, like, you don't have to be a, a customs agent, all right? You can, you can find something in between. Teach the child, teach the child after every time they open it, speak and show gratitude. Yes. Teach them that, which, by the way, can't just be done on Christmas. That needs to be done all throughout the year. But they do need to know that ingratitude is unacceptable. Ingratitude is unacceptable. If they're, oh, I didn't want this color. Okay, what do you do at that point? You realize you failed long before Christmas. So if you want to take care of it on Christmas, it's, it's not like, oh, it's Christmas, no spankings today. No, you can, very, you can very well say, go to your room. That's unacceptable behavior. And then go take care of it. Let it be wiped out as God would wipe out yours. Come back and have a fun time. But ingratitude is unacceptable. But teach them all throughout the year when they open something. I don't care if it's not exactly what you wanted. I don't care if it's not the right color. You're going to be thankful for what you have. Speak and show thanks. Take time for that. And parents, do that too. Do that too. Once you're all done, pray to thank God for blessing you. Once you're all done, focus on family. Dad, don't go to the den and just turn on the TV and watch. focus on the family. And mom, if your entire day is spent making sure the turkey is just right, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Be able to focus on the family. Get your kids involved. Find a way to, but many times we're done with, we're done with presents and then pew, we just go our different way. And Junior's playing with the PS4 he just got, or PS5, or PS18, whatever, and she's playing this, and she's on the Kindle, and she's that, and we don't even talk. We don't even spend time as a family. That's not what the Lord wants. I don't believe that's what the Lord wants. Focus on the family. Last one, don't compromise. Don't compromise on Christmas. Don't compromise on Christmas. You would never go to a party with alcohol any other time, but you're going to do it on Christmas. You would never listen to that music any other time, but you're going to listen to it on Christmas. If anything, we should raise our standards that day, don't you think? After, and then I'm done, write notes to all who gave you something. Even if it's a text, write notes to all who gave you something. Why don't you not text? Why don't you actually write? Your hands can do stuff. Why don't you write? It's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. People don't do that anymore. We should. We should. Number two, expect nothing from those to whom you gave something. Don't get offended. I texted them. They didn't text back. They might be with family. It's okay. Last one. Remember, Christmas shouldn't be the only time you give. Why is Christmas special? Because we take time to think of the Lord. You can do that any day. Why is Christmas special? Because we come together as a family and remember that he came to save our sins. You can do that any day. Why is Christmas special? Because we take time to stop thinking about ourselves and we give to other people. You can do that any day. Remember that before, during, and after. Not the only way to celebrate, but it might be a good place to start. 
Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.